ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. I bet you wouldn't have guessed that was from a PGA golf event, huh? Nick Taylor won the Phoenix Open last weekend, but that's not what people are talking about. They're talking about people jumping onto the course and making sand angels in the bunkers, crowds talking through players' backswings, and the fact that the bars had to cut off the service of alcohol. It's known as a party tournament, but how did it get so out of control? Do they need to find a way to rein it in? And as the proposed partnership between the PGA and Live Golf drags on, are we seeing a livification of golf? I'm Poppy Penny and this is ABC Sport Daily. Teo Mackey is a sports reporter for the Arizona Central and was at the Phoenix Open over the weekend. Teo, before we talk specifically about this year's event, I want to know what the normal vibe is of the Phoenix Open. Yeah, I mean, it's it's unique on the PGA Tour. It, it's a party event and that's how they advertise it. You know, people line up at three in the morning to sprint when the gates open <laughs> to the famous 16th hole stadium and cause a scene. And that's what it's all about is the party atmosphere and bringing a kind of fun that doesn't often exist in golf tournaments. And that's that's how they market it. The PGA Tour enjoys it. The players often love it and, and speak about it in a positive way. And as I'm sure we'll get into that, Lines seemed to kind of shift this year as as people started to talk about it in a different way for various reasons. So they've had big moments at the Phoenix Open, you know, holes in one mean beer cans getting thrown on the green, as you say, in that famous 16th hole. Bam! Cocktails! But can you talk to me about some of the behaviour at this year's Open that perhaps people might have seen going viral in their social media feeds that may have crossed the line? Yeah, I think there are there are two things. There's the crowding, which which reached a dangerous level on Saturday when they had to close the gates to the course. So what happened is it doesn't rain very often here in Arizona. <laughs> and on Thursday, there was heavy rain all day. On Saturday, there was rain in the morning. So that caused a lot of the parts of the course where fans normally congregate to be completely mudded out. So fans had to kind of condense into the areas where they could stand. And it caused a lot of crowding. So they had to close the gates. They weren't letting in fans who had tickets. It was a whole mess. And then the other thing... Uh, you know, connected to to the crowds is the, for lack of a better word, the debauchery that was on display. <laughs> we saw shirtless fans sliding down muddy hills. We saw people who couldn't stand straight because they were so drunk. We saw obviously players yelling at golfers and, and getting into those kinds of altercations. You know, I actually have the, the numbers here in front of me from the Scottsdale Police Department. In 2022, there were zero arrests at this tournament. In 2023, there were 18, and this year there were 54. So that's a clear rise in terms of the debauchery that we are seeing at this tournament, which has led players and fans and media members to all start kind of talking about this event, which has always been a fun event on the PGA Tour in a little bit of a different light. 
I want to talk about the player frustrations and it's not often you see players sort of arguing back with crowds. Can you talk to me about what their frustrations were and why they might have been a little bit fed up with everyone? Yeah, I think, so one of them was Billy Horshaw, uh, and I had a long conversation with Billy after his round on Sunday, and Billy's frustration is that the fans were yelling at golfers in a way that was impacting the golf, and and I think it came to a head in the video that, that went viral because a fan was yelling during the backswing of Niccolo Galetti, who's a guy p- playing in his first PGA Tour event. Next year. Buddy, when he's over a shot, shut yeah, the hell shut up, up, man. Guys. Come on, trying to get a damn golf shot here. You know, we think of these guys as millionaires and who cares if you mess with a golfer. And for for a lot of that, that might, you know, a lot of guys that might be true. But this is a guy who this is a life changing event for him to be in, in a PGA Tour event, having made the cut, playing on a Sunday. And so Billy was, you know, coming to Nicholas defense saying, guys, you can't be yelling during his backswing impacting this. This is his job. And that's crossing a line. Uh, and then Zach Johnson, I actually don't know what the instigating factor was, but I know fans were yelling at him and, and he was in a viral video uh, responding to fans and yelling at them. Oh, don't, don't sir me. Somebody said it. I'm, I'm just sick of it. Just shut up. He had also just had enough with the fans yelling in a way that was impacting the the actual golf, you know, doing yelling when a guy's standing over his shot. I, I was at uh, the 15th hole on Saturday and there's these porta potties there next to the tee and they're for players only. And some fan had gone into the porta potty, comes out of the porta potty, slams the door right as uh, Victor Perez was in his backswing. And so, you know, of course, that's going to frustrate a player. Player. You know, a fan is running into a player's only toilet and, and causing a scene when he's trying to hit. Uh, so I think that's where a lot of the players frustration came from. And then both the guys I talked to after their rounds, Billy and Zach Johnson, both of them said, look, I'm scared that somebody's going to die out here, that there's going to be you know, a, a real tragedy. And so I want things to calm down before that happens. So players are wanting things to calm down. Officials trying to counter what happened at the event by sort of cutting off alcohol sales halfway through that Saturday. The event is known as the People's Open. Nobody wants to be a killjoy. But you mentioned the upward trend of arrests in the last couple of years. Can you see change needing to be made here somewhere? Yeah, I would expect that there will be change. I don't know what that's going to look like. Uh, I've been trying to talk to George uh, Thimson, the tournament chairman, for two days now, and he has not responded to my texts or or calls or anything. But uh, but some of the Thunderbirds, who are the organizers of this tournament, have said that they they're looking into changes and they don't want this to happen again. And I think that's a fine line to walk. Like in the merchandise tent, there are shirts that. You know, have the the logo, but change to look like a beer can that say hammered. Like this, this event is about the party. It's about the fun. They don't want to lose that. It's sold out Super Saturday at the WM Phoenix Open, where it always produces the biggest crowds at what they call the People's Open. And even uh, through multiple weather delays, the gigantic crowds here have remained unfazed, undeterred in their mission to party their way through it all. But at the same time, you know, we we talked to fans who said they're not going to come back if nothing changes. And, you know, obviously the tournament doesn't want that to happen. So, you know, it's, it's about finding the balance. And I think, frankly, that's why George hasn't responded to me is that he's there, you know, they're trying to figure out what those changes are going to look like. And that's going to be a conversation over the next uh, few months before tickets go on sale for 2025. 
In terms of the actual golf, Teo, it was actually a really great finish to the tournament. Crowd favourite Charlie Hoffman losing to Nick Taylor on the second playoff hole. Has it kind of all been overshadowed by this behaviour of the crowd? Yeah, I mean, that that always happens at the Phoenix Open, no matter how <laughs> well-behaved the fans are. The highlight is always going to be something that happened off the course. Somebody, as you said, running into a bunker and, and doing sand angels. Uh, but it, it, it was a great tournament. This is the U.S., and obviously the Super Bowl was on Sunday. And right as the, the golfers were heading down to the final stretch, a lot of the attention shifted away from the golf tournament. And if you turned this off, you you were missing out. Nick Taylor birdied three of the last four holes. And then they play the 18th hole twice in a playoff, and he birdied it twice in the playoff to keep it alive the first time and then to win it again. It was uh, It was a great golf tournament. Absolute unreal stuff in the desert for Nick Taylor. Another playoff win. What an incredible finish to the tournament. Five out of the last six, burying all three putts on 18. I mean, you know, it's a little bit of a bummer that it, that it was overshadowed. But of course, you know, being during the Super Bowl, it might have been uh, overshadowed regardless. Now, we know that the PGA and the Live Tour still haven't come to an agreement about their partnership. Live markets itself as kind of more of the party tour. Do you think this is kind of a livification of the PGA Tour from fans or a one-off event where people went a bit over the top? Are we going to see Liv try and leverage this? I don't know about, you know, as to the latter point about Liv trying to leverage it, I think that this has always been a a one-off event in the PGA Tour. I don't think that you'll see the PGA Tour turning, you know, events like next week, the Genesis. I I don't think you're going to see something like that turning into a crazy party to compete with Liv and and part of that is that Liv still hasn't found a way to get people to actually watch. Like they have so many of the world's best golfers and they're still struggling to get people to come out to the tournaments, to get people to watch it on TV. So if that's not happening, then the PGA tour doesn't have to figure out a way to, to get people to watch their product instead because they're already watching it. I mean, we, and we saw it live, you know, they, they do advertise themselves as that tour. Well, John Rahm was getting into arguments with fans over there about people being loud and, and talking while he was trying to hit a tee shot. And so I don't know that, that the PGA tour is, is going to have to change to compete with live. You know, if the Phoenix open makes changes, the live could say, Hey, they won't let you have fun there. We'll let you have fun here. So we'll see how that plays out. But for now, I don't know that in terms of viewership, in terms of attendance, that the PGA Tour would be overly concerned. The Phoenix Open has not for the last five or six years released attendance figures. But in 2018, the last time they did, over 700,000 fans made it out for the week. I mean, this is a massive event. So I think the last thing that they're struggling with right now is attendance. You know, of course, if they try to cut back the party, we'll see if that changes. Teo Mackey, I'm already looking forward to next year. Thanks so much for your time today. Thank you. Headlines. Brisbane Broncos Adam Reynolds and Pat Carrigan have fronted the media and apologised after footage of a late-night scuffle in a Brisbane park emerged on social media. Yeah, firstly, I just want to apologise for our actions on the weekend. We take full responsibility for what happened. Obviously, not good enough. Yeah, just a second what uh, Renault said. I just want to take uh, full responsibility for my actions. Yeah, it's obviously not ideal behaviour or... uh, that I'm proud of. The Broncos have ruled out suspending the pair who were out after a fan day. Swimming and Australia have added another two medals to their tally at the World Aquatics Championships over the weekend. 
Brianna Throssell, Alexandria Perkins, Abby Harkin and Shayna Jack combined to take silver in the 4x100m freestyle relay and Cam McAvoy won bronze in the 50m butterfly. Cricket and Tasmania's women's team is one step closer to taking out three WNCL titles in a row, locking up top spot and the right to host the final later this month with a win over Victoria yesterday. The Tigers' Heather Graham was back from Australia's ODI squad and in terrific form, hitting 105 off 93 balls. And there it is. We'll settle for the single because she's brought up the 100. Heather Graham off 90 deliveries. An impressive knock. They chased down Victoria's total of 255 inside 44 overs. I'm Poppy Penny and this is ABC Sport Daily, produced by Declan Byrne. Thanks to the PGA, NBC and Cricket Australia for the extra audio used in this episode. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.